the day I didn't feel like going, that was the day I needed to train. Or my mind, when your mind starts making the excuses, because it will play so many tricks on you when your mind can give you every excuse in the book, that's the day that you like, okay, no, I'm gonna work out that day. And that starts before that day comes. I tell people all the time too, when you're working out, start thinking about the day you're not gonna feel like doing it. Think about it right now. Welcome to Built with me, Katie Chungwa. Listen every week as I talk with athletes, entertainers, and entrepreneurs about how they built who they are today and get the inside scoop about their lives. And now I have Las Vegas local Indianapolis Colts tight end Xavier Grimble. What's up, Katie? How you doing? <laughs> Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for having me. So part of the reason that I want Xavier on my podcast is because literally this guy does not stop working. He is testament of dedication, hard work, and just showing you that if you want something, you can go out and get it. Now, Xavier went to USC. He was undrafted. He signed to a couple teams on their practice squad and then ended up starting for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now he is signing a deal with the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, ma'am. Now, you've had a successful six-year career, and the average, I want to say, is about three years. So you've literally made your way to a six-year career. And I think that's a true testament to your work ethic. For sure. Along with your climb to the NFL, you've also had amazing physical transformation. I've seen your pictures coming out of USC and then obviously now where you're just a crazy beast in the gym. What are some of the transitions that you've made or the changes that you made maybe from year one of being drafted till now? I think just uh, the mentality of accepting your circumstance and um, where you are. When I came in undrafted, I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't really know what undrafted mean. I didn't know, you know, what was attached to that to that role in the NFL. But um, once I kind of um, got in that role, um, I accepted what it was. And for me, I, I knew I was going to have to be a journeyman, a, a hardworking guy, a guy who's relentless, a guy who doesn't fold um, during adversity because otherwise I wouldn't make it very long. And so. I started started to think long term about my career, about my body, about my health, about my performance. And just starting to think about it that way made me understand that everything I do each day is going to be a result of what happens over this period of time. So how to start eating better, how to start sleeping better, how to start not just working harder, but working smarter, you know, um, more strategy on my workout days and my rest days, more recovery incorporated with those workouts. And then uh, just the nutrition um, full scale, man, you have to do it's a 24 seven job. I think of it when you're an athlete, you're trying to be the best. You're trying to be the best for as long as you can be. And um, our bodies, they're going to break down at some point. So. We try to aid that with recovery and working Literally out. every time I'm on social media, it's like a video of you just killing it. <laughs> Whether it be like running sprints, agility, or lifting a million pounds. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, social media is funny. Like, for me, I kind of use it like an accountability, accountability tool. You know, everyone already looks at it. They're already looking, you know, to see what guys are doing, what kind of workouts you're doing. But... Um, for over the years, a lot of people that I don't know, um, fans, friends, um, random people, I've reached out. And uh, we have small conversations about workouts or what they're doing versus what I'm doing, what works versus what, what doesn't work. And for me, it's kind of just something that, that keeps me going. I like to inspire people and I get inspired by other people as well. So I stopped like, looking at it as a negative thing like, and I just started to you know, just use it for what I can and um, making it more like an accountability thing. So. When I'm not working out, somebody's gonna for sure hit me up like, 
Like, what are you doing? Are you working out? Or And I like that because I'm like that with myself. I'm my own biggest critic. So if I miss a day, I'm already feeling bad in the dumps about it. Absolutely. So what, like, what's a typical day for you from, let's say, wake up to end? Because I, I swear, like I said, on social media, no matter what time of day it is, you're doing something. Typically, I'm training anywhere from, I would say, five to six days a week. I usually take Wednesdays and Sundays off sometimes. Sometimes I'm feeling so good on Wednesday, I'll go do some running or do some more uh, specialty work, like more football stuff. But I usually go five to six days a week, take two days off. And those days I do like maybe some yoga, recovery, swimming, or you know, cold tubs, hot tubs, sauna. And there's gonna be four big lift days, so probably like two big arm days, two big leg days and then two like dynamic arms and dynamic legs. So I have to like, cause I play tight end. So I have to I have so many jobs. I have to be able to block, I have to be able to run. I have to, you know, be able to protect the quarterback. I have to be able to catch a pass and run around and have to beat a linebacker and then beat a defensive back, you know, special teams, you know, there's just so many jobs when you're playing tight end. So you gotta be in really good shape. You gotta be really That's concerned. something that, you know what, thank you for bringing to my attention because I'm not a professional at knowing football positions, plays, and that is a very versatile position. And you really brought that to my attention. I didn't realize that. Tight end, I'm like, okay, maybe they catch the ball and they're big because I know you're big, so maybe they're all big. <laughs> I mean, over time, it's like when I was a kid, when I first started playing tight end around sixth, seventh grade, I kind of noticed how important the position was, but at that time, you know, you always hear about the quarterback, running back, receiver, middle linebacker. But the older I got, I started to understand that, like, she's the tight end has to know just as much as the quarterback. You're involved in protections and the run schemes and the pass game. Um, you have to know the defense. And then not just mentally, but then physically, you have to be big enough to block somebody who could be 300 or 300 plus pounds. And then you have to be athletic enough to beat somebody who's maybe two or three inches shorter and 30, 40 pounds lighter, you know? So it's a, it's a super versatile position. I mean, you almost have to fit up like a prototype size to even be able to do it. And then from there, do you have the intangibles to do the job? So, um, but even then there's so much work with your body and staying fit and in shape and being able to sustain over 17 games, all those jobs, you know, it's a task and uh, it's 24 seven job. I think you're more aware than most when it comes to being in tune with your body, whether it be with training or nutrition. I am always so shocked how many athletes eat so poorly. And that's one thing that you and I have talked about before that we've brought up is just your knowledge or awareness of nutrition and how that factors into your performance. And again, did you change that up as you progressed through your career? Um, I mean, it's, the passion's gotta come from somewhere. For me, when I first went into college, I was, uh, I would say 20, 30 pounds overweight. I was like almost 280, you know, and um, I could still play. I was still, able, I was still athletic, able to do things. Um, but my coach, he brought me in, I think it was like my freshman year. And he was just like, he was looking at me. He was like, you know, he's like, you'd be a good tight end. He was like, but you could be like a first round offensive tackle. He's like, you're already 280 pounds. You could put on 20 more. And then I thought about it and I was like, yeah, I'm like, I don't really want to be 300 pounds. I'd rather have a six pack. Like I'd rather be fast and, you know, score touchdowns. So I was like, all right, I'll just, I'll just get in shape. 
you know, I'll figure out how to get my body under control. And so from there, he was like, you know, you either lose the weight or we think about changing the position. I said, I'll lose the weight. But um, I was already a kinesiology major at the time. So I was in a lot of health classes and stuff. So I just started paying attention more, you know, so I was actually going to school with a purpose. Like I'm trying to lose weight and I'm in the physical education classes. So I actually start, I lost like 25 pounds in like two weeks. Yeah, like I just cut the carbs, sugar, um, a lot more water, lean protein and vegetables on a college uh, payment plan, <laughs> you know, doing the best I could, you know, but, um, even, but even not having that much money at that time just taught me how to maneuver, you know, how to go to a fast food restaurant and get the grilled chicken instead of the fried chicken. Or and like your body, like when you're feeding your body that food, you feel the difference. Way different. And I try to tell people, I'm like, you're great. You could be greater. greater. And honestly, the best, the best athletes I've come across, they eat well. And if they were well compensated, they almost pay a professional to feed them, you know? So you can't beat it. I mean, it's, it's, no, it's no secret to it. The nutrition is the best part of the game. You gotta do it. Absolutely. I do want to circle back to your intense training because I know that you played for the Pittsburgh Steelers and you got to play with James Harrison. Is there anything like, did you get to know him? Did you get to train with him, learn anything from him? I mean, he's a beast. Yeah, he is. You know, when I first got there, uh, James is one of those guys like, He's, he's kind of intimidating, you know, obviously he's a big guy. I'm a undrafted guy. I didn't really just want to walk up on him and be like, oh, like show me everything, you know? But um, I'm a guy, um, I just, I watch, you know, I take a liking to some people that, you know, you should admire. You know, he's played the game for a long time. He was also an undrafted player. You know, he's he's made it through a lot of adversity and became a, a really good player. You know, Super Bowl MVP, I think, or something like that, or all the stats, you know, everybody knows him. Um, but the thing that got me, man, was my first practice squad year with the Steelers in 2015. Um, when we would go in, the practice squad guys, we had to lift the earliest at like around 6:30. And uh, James Harrison, he would be in there before you know all of us, and he'd be he'd be warming up when we got in there just to get in there to get going. He'd be on the elliptical getting his warm up on, the big sweatsuit, and it's like you know you see it on Instagram, but to see it day in and day out the training the nutrition the recovery just like systematic it's just no secret to it you know but when you see it like that that makes you for me it made me feel like you know anybody could do it if they're willing you know if, if you're willing to you know wake up you know with that passion with that purpose to push your body to the limit in every way possible i think that's just what i learned from just watching him he didn't have to say much i mean over the years we got we became good friends and i've talked with him and spent some time with him but just from watching him man just that old school dedication just the same plan sticking to it pushing yourself trying to get better trying to get stronger and you know seeing how far you can really go like don't put a limit on it you know no ceiling so let's see how far you can push yourself that's why people love football that's why I love training, you know. That's why people love life, I feel like. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that you really have put together such a well-working machine. You found all the right pieces. You have the right mentality. What would be something that you would want to give advice to someone that wants to maybe play college or possibly in the NFL? I would say, uh, I'll take a phrase I think we, we used to use on the team when I was on the Steelers. It was, uh, decide once. You know, I feel like we all have we all have these internal battles where you're deciding to do something, deciding to be dedicated, deciding to be accountable, to show up. I would say, you know, write that plan down, you know, vis visualize it, see where you want to be. Keep those goals and 
desires close to your heart and then decide one time that I'm going to do everything necessary to get to where I want to be. And you have to keep that going every day. Yeah, some days you're not going to feel good. Some days you ain't going you ain't going to want to do it. You you ain't going to have the energy. You're going to be sore, but decide one time that that's what you want. So no matter what, you know, comes in between that, you're still going to be working towards that. And even if you're you have to divert some type of way, you're going to make a way for your goals to get taken care of or get done. I think it's a huge separation between people when you do something when you don't want to do it. And I think that right there can define someone. It's like training. I, I tell people all the time, like, especially when you're really starting to train. I remember I was I was seeing something on Muhammad Ali. He was doing sit-ups and he used to say he didn't start counting until it got hard or until, you know, he started to feel the pain. He's like, because that's when you're really working against yourself. And that was so big to me. That always stuck with me. So like when I would say 2015, 14, when I was struggling, trying to make the team on the practice squads and stuff, um, that's how I would train. When I would get tired, I'd be like, all right, now it's time to go hard. Or the day I didn't feel like going, that was the day I needed to train. Like when my body was like, no. Or my mind, when your mind starts making the excuses, because it will play so many tricks on you when your mind can give you every excuse in the book, that's the day that you like, okay, no, I'm gonna work out that day. And that starts before that day comes. I tell people all the time too, when you're working out, start thinking about the day you're not gonna feel like doing it. Think about it right now. I really like your outlook on life and just kind of your mindset. You should be a life coach. I think so. I've <laughs> thought about it. Um, it's crazy you said that. Some people have mentioned it to me. It's something I, I feel like I'm kind of working on, but I know that when I cross over and do that, I want to be, um, I know I'll never be perfect, but I want to be in a state where, you know, I'm just hitting all my goals and got a good flow, you know, going. I think you're very intimidating to look at. I remember the first time I met you, I'm like, oh, that guy's so big. And you came and gave me a big hug and you're like, oh, I'm a hugger. And so you have this like calm demeanor about you, which I also think goes hand in hand with kind of your mindset. And I know that you're also very aware that football doesn't last forever. And that's another thing that a lot of athletes don't, they don't really look that far into the future. And like I said earlier is, I think the typical for your position, the typical length of a career is only three years. Once you are done with football, what is something that you're trying to transition into? Business, of course, uh, like entrepreneurship. Um, but other than that, um, giving back, inspiring. Um, right now, I like to just use my strengths. You know, I can speak to you about football. I can speak to you about overcoming adversity being persistent and relentless, like those are some of my strengths that I like to give back and inspire people. So right now it'd be somewhere in like, you know, training or entrepreneurship, something like that. I think you'd do really well. Mm -hmm. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're gonna succeed at anything you do. Yes, that's that's my mindset. You know, uh, I've played football for so this long, you know, I'm 27 now. I just take the good things I, I gain from it. And it's a lot of lessons and like teamwork and adversity and just never too high, never too low. And learning how to, you know, maintain this like neutral, you know, way to go through things because life is, you know, we all know things happen, you know, things happen fast, but that's football, that's the game. Things happen that you can't control on the snap of an eye and you have to process it and let it go and move forward. And I take that from football and that's how I go with life. Like when I can't control something and something hits me or it happens, there's nothing I can do. You know, I process it, reflect on it and don't stay on it too long and move on. 
you know, next thing, next play, as we say. I think, and that's that's great that you point that out because I'm such an advocate of getting kids into team sports. You know, if, it, if it's not team sports, some sort of sport, because it does, it translates so well into real life. Not only do you have to play with people that you may or may not like, but you have to find a way to come together to reach a goal together. And then like you said, things happen, a wrench gets thrown in, you get injured, you have to continue, you have to fight through that. Things like that happen in life every day. It builds you up. Let's say you don't play in the NFL, you just play in college. It builds you up and it sets you up for success to go out there and really be who you want to be and achieve what you want to achieve. Exactly. And I feel like from football, I don't, I don't feel like I would be uncomfortable working in a workforce because I'm already used to working with a team. I'm already used to working with individuals. I'm, I'm, I know who I am in a room. You know, I know my strengths and weaknesses in a group and I'm not afraid of them. You know, I can be transparent. You know, and those type of things are what makes a team great. You know, the more people can look each other eye in eye, hold each other accountable, be truthful, be honest, be transparent. Like, that's the only way a team can work and have chemistry. So, I mean. And they, they've seen you at your lowest. I mean, because that's one thing I'm like, you know, you've seen me lose. You see me look like an idiot mm -hmm. if I, you know, when I'm playing sports, if I get passed yeah. up or it's almost like you're so humbled. And then you're also like, listen, you know me and here I am and I'm going to do what I need to do and you can't judge me for it. And I think I appreciate that from my sports where, like you said, you can walk into your room and I'm like, listen, you can't make me look any stupider than no, I have I felt. So <laughs> I'm here. This is me. And. We're going to succeed. <laughs> I can talk it now, but it, it wasn't pretty, man. And when you have to, you sit in the room and just like you said, people watch your failures, they watch you lose, they watch you get knocked down, they watch you make mistakes. You know, you just, I feel like you just learn, you know, through that process. Because the first thing is, it seems like the end of the world. You know, it seems like it's all bad and people don't like you, people hate you. But I mean, it's a learning process, man. Then you learn to you know, why it's important to be accountable, why it's in, important to prepare and to not let your team down. It kind of, it gives you a, a bit of a fire and people don't really like going towards that, but you have to. Transparency, man, transparency. Well, I see your mindset and we talked to Marquise Lee on one of our other episodes and I see why you guys are such good friends. And I know that we talked about how you're most like the five people that you're around continuously. And you both are so positive and you have this great outlook that I haven't met a lot of people that have. And you just want to help others and you want to uplift everybody else. And how does that affect your life having someone like him in, around you all the time? Oh, man. Uh, it's like a perfect rhythm, you know. Just when we have conversation, we, we can feel that energy. We're usually thinking the same things, have a lot of things in common or... I mean, it's it's cool because it comes from like that genuine place of, like you said, like we're humble and we know we know what it feels like to be down. But we also know what it feels like to give back and giving back is like it's like the ultimate feeling. There's really nothing better than than that. And I feel like that's where we come together because we're like principal people, respect, love, um, inspiration, family, like hard work those little values and principles that we hold every day and use through every little situation. And that kind of just keeps your life, I feel like, in a better state when you, you put those things over the little things that's gonna steer you off. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and really showing people what hard work and dedication can get you, not only in football, but in life. So I appreciate it anytime that you're around. 
Thanks guys. Thanks for tuning in and make sure you catch our next episode.